That's no moon. Hello there, and welcome to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. I am your mildly better-looking host, Ollie, as Cockles is not feeling too well tonight. And so we're gonna, we've got one of our usual pundits here, uh, not Tom, as he's only just got back from skiing, and I know he's recording some cool videos for us, um, but I shall go around the room. So hello, Andy. Hey, I'm the better-looking. Not you. I'm the better-looking host. I mean, I mean, we are better looking than Cockle, so that's fine. That's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> what is it you said earlier? I'm less ginger, but got more digits. Oh, yeah, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> there's ups and downs. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Uh, moving swiftly over, we've got the world number two coming in hot. We've got Lila. Hello. Nice and thorough, Lila. Just what we wanted. And then, last but not least, we have got the uh, Mr. Events himself. We have got DJ Jeff Porritt joining us this evening, all the way from the north. Woof, woof, put your hands up. Right, so yeah, so we're going to go through a couple of a uh, couple of different things on the show tonight. Again, yes, Cockles is off sick, um, so we're going to be lo- having a little look uh, at the World Team Championships. Going to be having a little chat about Worlds. Uh, we're going to be looking into some different tournaments, a couple of shout-outs, um, you know, and various bits and bobs like that. So again, before we go any further, though, we couldn't do this without the love of all of our Patreons. Uh, so we want to give a very that's no moon thank you to all of you who consistently support us. Um, without your support, we couldn't do as much as we do for the community. Um, so jumping straight in, Andy. Well, if it wasn't for the Patreon members, then it was uh, Cockles would have called off tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all thanks to you guys that we've uh, we've continued on without him, um, and rightly so. Um, oh, I've forgotten what the first subject was. Now it was going to be. Um, uh, it was on the other page, and now it's, yeah. I don't want to switch over to it in case it's uh, and, 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 recordings. Andy and I are leaves in the wind. We 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 come and go. We we arrive when called upon. We don't really do much in the way of planning. <laughs> um, all right, let's start off with. Um, I think we can discuss uh, packs. Let's go with that one first, um, and then we'll move on to. Um, Worlds and world and team championships because um, I think them two kind of go hand in hand. So PAX happened, uh, I believe it was this weekend just gone, second um, of December and the third of December, depending on when you're listening. Um, and from everything I've heard, it was an amazingly run uh, event by um, Nick Bognar from Legion ninety nine. Um, and the thing that I found interesting is a lot of the top eight lists um, and some stats coming out of it. Um, that I've seen appear on certain discords. Um, what was the one? I, I think I sent it in the chat, isn't it? Um, to you guys earlier. Uh, podcast chat. It was like, so from the faction breakdowns, uh, Gar had 75 wins, 54 losses. Empire had 26 wins and 40 losses. CIS with 11 wins and 15 losses. Rebels with 33 wins and 35 losses, and Mercenaries with 16 wins and 12 losses, which kind of reflects um, 
the stat breakdown. They had um, 59 players, yeah. And they had 24 Republic, uh, 12 Empire, 6 Mercenaries, 12 Rebels, and the rest were CIS. Because it cuts a little bit off, so it's hard to read it. Um, But yeah, I think, Jeff, you did a bit of a deeper dive than I did. I think I only looked at like the top four pairings and lists and stuff. But you said there was some there was an interesting matchup for one of the top eight players. Yeah, uh, I don't know whether it was um, it was the recording on Game Uplink or whether this was an actual one, but um, Jonathan G um, with his Yoda Padme list uh, took a first round loss um, with four uh, four on uh, victory on victory points. And zero zero on kill points on VAPs, uh, and both him and Jordan had eight hundred points. So it looks like it would have been a coin flip for the uh, for the for the winner. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to know if that was done at the end or at the beginning. Because I think if it's done at the beginning, at least you've you've set the president of who's the attacker and who's the defender on that. But otherwise, that feels like a real feels bad moment if it's done at the end. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at looking at some of the results, there's quite a lot of low scoring um, kill points. Um, I think people were playing very, very cagey, uh, which is is kind of the gar way. Um, they they want to sort of sit back and, and bunker up and use all that all that lovely defensive tech. Um, so so seeing such a low scoring one did not surprise me. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how you went to play the game. <laughs> well, so the nearest uh, Black's Shadow Collective was 18th uh, for, oh, no. Dan- for Daniel. Let's have a look what he was running. He was running Everybody Hates Black Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? Um, Daniel. So, yeah, for, for Yari, for, for, oh, I'm going to butcher uh, his name. Um, so he's got um, 794. Maul with push and barrier improvised into the fray and dark saber, and then it's one, two, three, four black suns with vigos, frag grenades, and magdet, um, and then one suicide squad uh, without the vigo, um, a unit of random bikes. <laughs> oh, why? Um, and then um, a bus with without a medic. Yeah, so that's an interesting decision. Um, but he went. Uh, I'm looking at that. Was he? I said he was 15th, didn't I? Uh, four and two, so it's not bad. Um, against, uh, I'm assuming he probably ran into a, a clone gun line. But going back to that clone gun line, I think you've got one, two, three, four, five in the top eight. Yes, the top eight was um, Sam McHenry went six and zero with uh, Anakin Padme. Interestingly, went all range four. None of this range three nonsense. Um, hold people off. Um, although, although it is a good line, um, he was prepared to go forward. Um, round three, he beat Corey from the Unglorious Blasters. Uh, eight, nine on breakthrough. <laughs> That's a proper move it through. Um, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Mike Barry. Um, he's got Yoda Cody. Um, 800 points. You've got Jonathan G with uh, Yoda Padme, uh, 800 points. 
Patrick Balco, 800 points, Anakin, Clone Commander. Um, so yeah, all, all the Gara rocking 800 points, um, a spattering of, of Anakin or, or Yoda, um, with and without Padme. So yeah, lots of different two characters in there. I think the Sam's nice twist on the uh, Anakin Padme, though, is he's got uh, pikes. There's actually quite a few um, tend to rock pikes in um, in clones in in the states. It's not so much seen mm. over in the UK. Um, yeah. I don't know whether that's a that, that's a purchasing thing or or a style choice. I, um, I just noticed that I was looking at the list now while we we're recording. Um, he's also put situational awareness on his phase ones. Yes, so he's got situational awareness across the whole thing. So stacked up with all those dodgers, it's very difficult to get kills on him. Mm. And, and he'll be holding you off at range four because everyone is contributing at those, that range four fire. Versus like where if you look at, um, I suppose, uh, the typical one like uh, Mike Barrow's running where, it's as you say, it's got that right range three kind of version yeah. to it. Yoda Cody. It, the other one interesting from, from Sam, he didn't have an easy ride to the top. Um, Ryan, who came second, his only loss was to Sam. Mike mm -hmm. came third, lost to Sam. Richard came fourth, lost to Sam. Yeah, Kyle's only loss was to Mike, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, well. Mike Barry, yeah. Yeah, there's a um, fifth trooper off there. Um, I did like the fact that um, Ryan had one of the highest um, kill points um, as Echo Base. For rebels uh, in second, yeah. Um, echo base, trip vets, trip guns, and trip tones with a yeah. FB. It's uh, I think I played that a lot. That was fun to play against. It's a very weirdly aggressive list because of the torn tones, the torn tones, and hold at any cost. Yes, so it wants yeah, to get into that range three so it can pop the standbys off. I think there's a, a very nasty echo base lurking there. Um, been looking at uh, vets with recon intel. You you recon them up. You pop your uh, your guns out, and then you play hold at any cost on first round. And it's yeah. turn one opening up with a massive amount of firepower. The only thing that suffers from that is the FD probably isn't being able to shoot twice. Yeah. Um, the one I like for, for that, I mean, we're, we're getting off onto onto different lists, so um, I'll leave it for the minute. For the minute. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I think I was just reading. No, there was... I was just reading the description. Go on. So, so, so the, 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 there was a lot of weird empire at that event, like a lot of weird empire. So I've 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 been through all of the lists. There is not a single blizzard. In the entire tournament, not a single Blizzard force was at the event. However, there were several Tempest forces, mm -hmm. and on several of those Tempest force lists, they're not using triple ATST. Some are using double. Some are some are Tempest force without any. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the 06 Collins Make a Wish by Colin Hugo. Um, he's got two Imperial officers with Binox. A stormtroopers with an H with a HH12, five scout troopers with DLT19s, and three speeder bikes, um, which I'm fairly sure is Tempest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get yeah, the yeah. five scout yeah. troopers and yeah. the one stormtrooper, yeah. I just oh, I can never remember the remnant or 
there's, there's, there's so many var- there's so there's so many variances now, and they're like, is it, is it this one? Is it that well, one? Empire do and- need more battle forces. Something that's also really interesting, um, which shows a bit of a compliment to Luke Cook here. Luke Cook's list that won Worlds um, was played by a chap called Jansen, came 46th. Yeah. Um, um, the, the, the title of the list? Uh, uh, it's like something like... Uh, just roll crits like Luke. Just, <laughs> yeah, just just roll crits like Luke. Um, so yeah, so Jansen. Yeah, Jansen. Yeah. So, so he, so he's running. He, so he's running that list. But what I'm, what, what, what's confused me about the Empire players is a, why is there no Blizzard Force? It's still an incredible. It's like it, it's still an incredible list, um, and it can still fight off into the Clone Balls if you play it correctly. Um, and I see a lot of people are a lot of people are going for, you know, Callus or Callus and a Bounty Hunter or or things like that. But I just. As as much as I, as much as I want those lists to work, I just don't think they throw well into the clone meta. Um, and when we and when we have a little discuss into lists um, a little bit later in the show, um, I'll sort of have a little talk through as to why I don't think that. So, um, I mean, you can kind of segue into it a little bit if you want, but I think especially when you're comparing, like obviously that Luke Cook list, I think a lot of that definitely is pilot. Um, because I at the weekend of the Milton Keynes last tournament of the year, I ran a, a, a double bounty Callus list, obviously um, similar to Luke's list. Because um, I don't think he had Callus at Worlds, did he, Lila? No, he had, he had an officer. The um, the one in Pax also has Callus instead of an officer, and they've dropped, yeah. they've dropped a mortar and one of the T twenty ones, so they've lost two range four output for Callus. Yeah, which is because he had twelve. They've gone wrong now. Didn't Luke have two officers? No, he had one no, officer, no. Um, the two bounty hunters, and then just it, stuff. But when you put it on the table, stuff. there's not a lot of models. I think I, I had like 21 models um, when I when I was running it at the weekend, and it, you, you kind of put 800 points down. You're like, yeah, that's not a lot of models, and I think it is prone to um, like. Uh, a unit as soon as you've lost like a, a shore trooper unit you're losing quite a lot of firepower so you've got to uh, engage at the the right time i think if you pick off the engagements and get the timings wrong on not just the bounty hunters but your core um then it's, a, it's an easy list to lose with so yeah, yeah. i think i, I think that with with like with with the high amount of clones that we're seeing at the moment, I mean, especially more in the American meta. Um, as much as as much as several American podcasts will uh, will try and shout out and say that we're some weird drunk anti of a country um, in in terms of list, that's just Dave and Lila. Me me me, me and Andy are just drunk. Anyone. Um, you know. <laughs> we, we, we play better yeah. when we're drunk as well. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, what time is it, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that the I think that a lot of the, a lot of high velocity is going to go a long way um, in in worlds. I think you're going to see a lot of the clone balls. I think you're going to see a lot of double bounty, um, and I think you just need to find the good middle ground to go into both of those lists um, if you want to if you want a good shot at um, at making the top eight. So I mean, 
before Worlds, obviously, you've got the World Champion Team Championship, which I think will be we a do. good, um, like, meta kind of insight. Because I think, obviously, you've definitely got um, an American team which is going to be taking it um, very, very seriously. Um, yeah, you've, you've, got, gonna... you've got Luke Cook, Austin, plus two others, which, are, which, which I'm not sure. Is, uh, it da- is it Dashes? I think Dashes is on that team, along with Carl's in the other team. Yeah, I think Carl's Kyle, Kyle's... in team two. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky Carl, he got kicked out. <laughs> Didn't make the cut on team A. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, I mean, even team B with Carl on it, so it's all going to be serious. But I think you've got some countries which are loading up one team to be mega serious and mega competitive. Um, we're doing the same in the UK. Um, and then uh, your other teams team can be a bit more casual and a bit more there for the enjoyment and the socialization, as well as still having some top notch games. Unless, but, unless you're any of Germany's teams, in which case we are well aware you'll all take it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> because, because as Finn will tell you, you have to be held to a higher standard. Yeah, every loss is really, you're going to get get disciplined. <laughs> every, 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 every every loss is a lashing at the local air and I wonder if they're going to come out a week early again as well. For, oh, <laughs> for... Finn, Finn's already there. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Spain doing the reps already. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like when you go on holiday, isn't it? The Germans go down to the, the poolside and put their towels out early. It's just the, the same. They're just going out, getting their reps in early. <laughs> uh, just to, 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 doesn't help them in the clinch point, so does it? Oh. <laughs> but I think um, when, that happen, uh, when that event happens, I think it would be a clear insight into what will potentially be the world's um, meta, because nothing should be released after that point. Because um, Geo Oceans will be out for World uh, Team Championship. Fantastic. Um, and yeah. for, for, for those of you who don't know when the World Team Championships are, um, I'm hoping that they are going to be streamed as well, at least to some extent. So we'll be able to broadcast some of the team games. Um, we, I believe, so we're flying out on the 31st. Um, and then there is a solo tournament on the 1st and the 2nd. And then it is the World Team Championships on the 3rd and the 4th. So uh, Team England, um, as it stands at the moment, is myself, uh, Jeff, who we've got here, Lila, and Nav, who is obviously too busy to join us tonight. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you, you had one opportunity to come on the podcast, Nav. Never again. <laughs> did you want to shout out about that? Uh, the rest of the team, Jeff? Uh, no, I was just going to say for anyone listening, um, it's the 2nd, 3rd and 4th of February. Just in case you're wondering which month. I thought you wanted to shout out about Team 2 because you're a player. Team sure. 2? No, I do want to shout out about Team 2. So we've got Team 1, which is, um, as you say, uh, Ollie, Lila, Nav and myself. Uh, Dave Grant is doing some sterling work putting together Team 2. Um, he has got three names uh, so far. He's looking for a fourth, uh, a fourth player. So if you fancy coming down to southern Spain to join in all the mayhem, um, you can either come down for the the singles and the team event or just come for the team event. Um, so who's you best getting in touch with? Ollie, yourself or Dave? Uh, probably pro- probably best to get in touch with Dave. Or if you don't know how to get in, t- in touch with Dave, feel free to message our Facebook page and we will get the message relayed to him. 
Um, again, we, we'd love to get a second team out there. Um, it'd be great for that. And like Jeff said, you, you don't have to go for the full for the full four days. You know, you can just go for the Saturday and the Sunday for the World Team Championships. Um, I think it's quite good to put out there as well. At the moment, um, I think we've got um, seventeen, eighteen confirmed, seventeen or eighteen confirmed paid teams, which is absolutely amazing for the first year. Because when you put that into players, that's nearly ninety, uh, hundred four players. Is that right? Each Eight. team's four people. Yeah, eighteen times four. Eight, seventy two. 72 miles off <laughs> making Don't, things bigger than i thought the, the old the old peterborough educa- education strikes again yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um i think mean, yeah 72 players for the first um team championships is um quite a an impressive uh statement from the community um more than anything else i think just um, whilst in europe yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my wilds because i don't want to go all the way to america to play legion anymore so but also also the fact that two american teams are making it over here mm-hmm. like that's i mean ha- ha- hats off yeah. to them especially austin for um i believe it was austin getting sort of like the gofundmes together to get players out there um you know well done you know it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great I, I don't know is there an australian team going andy they were invited. I don't think they've managed to gather because obviously, with worlds being in uh, March, I don't think they've been able to. Yeah, it's it's fair enough, but because I don't know if we got, I've not heard anything about Team Italy. I assume, of course, there'll be Team Spain. Um, I know Germans are sending Germans sending two. We're sending one, maybe two Americans two. Yeah, I think. Um, well, China have um, said they're going to bring a team next year, so they can't. They can't make this year's, or sorry, that'd be twenty twenty fives, because obviously next year is the first one. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to get bigger. Um, so if you can't make this year, then start um, being prepared for next year and get involved in uh, them discussions either with your country representative or reach out to me or the podcast and we can forward you on to the right and relevant people to get uh, to help with that um but yeah uh i mean jeff if you do go um what do you think is going to be the most populist and what would you take so that's that's an interesting one because um every team has to submit uh well each team is a team of four but for people who don't know um the you're only allowed to take each faction once within your team. Um, a faction. faction. Shadow Collective is a faction. Shadow's Collection is a faction. It's not a battle force. So we've got Empire, Rebel, Gar, a Separatist, and Shadow. Um, all teams of four have to submit five lists, one for each faction, um, and they have to submit the four players. Uh, that will be released. Um and then the but only, only the organizer knows the pairings of which players and which lists. So it'll be for captains to have a week or two of uh, mind games as to who's playing what and, and things like that. Um, so in terms of what lists will be popular, well, you're going to see five of everything um, per team. So um, what do I think will be popular for each one? Clones, you can't see past the Anakin Padme, Yoda Padme, I don't think. 
Um, I don't think we'll see like Cody Sabre tanks. Uh, maybe it would be a fun version of that somewhere, but uh, they're not going to do that well. Uh, famous last words. <laughs> uh, droids, as long as it's anything but Grievous, I'll be happy. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think the, the interestingly, I've been playing against um, an experimental droids list uh, that has the snail tank, and, and I have been very impressed by by how it performs. So uh, I think they're a, a potentially a dark horse. I've heard about that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, uh, in terms of Empire, there is so many ways you can go. As as Ollie said. Blizzard is still a thing. Um, it's not showing at many tournaments, but absolutely, it's got all the tools to do it. Um, I'd, I'd love to write an article on why Blizzard's so strong, um, but it is, it's, it's the objective play. Um, don't give Blizzard hostage. Um, Tempest will probably be there. They're, they're quite strong as well. Um, might see Darks making a resurgence, um, Double Bounty. The Empire can go in many different directions. Uh, Rebels. Rebels are open to a lot of different ways in which to play. Um, and I don't buy into the there's no good Rebel lists at the minute. Um, I think Echo Base is strong. Um, and we see a lot of Cassian um ahsoka gun lines um, i'd like to see people bring with something a little bit different um but we'll see um and and shadow <sighs> can't see past the pink suns <laughs> but uh, <laughs> even shadow i mean shadow i've got things like uh spamming mandalorians with uh with rockets that can make a heck of a hole it, it can make a heck of a hole turn one but then after that, it's uh, they're a bit too light on numbers. I think the, the Mando save is great, but it can just, it, yeah, the red saves can let you down at times and, and you can suddenly find yourself with virtually no units. So as you're sat there saying that Mandos are really good, um, Lila is shaking her head um, quite vigorously. Um, so... I'm assuming you're going to be bringing uh, Pink Suns. Probably. It will have Black Sun in it. <laughs> um, but what would be... What is your worst matchup for that, then? It, it, for your captain, um, since the format is the captain of the team with the uh, smallest bid um, reveals a list first. And then the uh, other team reveals one, and then they reveal like so. If you imagine blue and red teams, uh, red team reveals a list, blue gets to counter, blue reveals a list, red gets a counter. Captains have to play each other, and then the last team, the last map pairing is just by default, basically. So for your captain, what is the thing that he should be avoiding for you? What is your worst possible matchup? Um, make sure you're listening here, captain. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing's really that bad of a matchup. Apart from I feel like Bounty versus Luke. I made some mistakes in that game. Um, it ma mainly turn zero. I think at Worlds my turn zero wasn't great. And mm -hmm. I feel like I've got much better at that. My battle deck is different. Um, I kind of have a better idea what the list is doing. 
Um, I don't feel like there's a specific list that I'm particularly frightened of. Players I'm scared of. I'm scared of Ollie's Blizzard. He's on your team, that, so you're fine. That, that's about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that comes to mind where I'm like, I don't know what to do, is Ollie's Blizzard. Um, anything else, I feel like I have a good shot. Interesting. Um, Ollie, what is your approach then as a captain, since this is a first time and some other captains might be listening, what might be your approach to that kind of pairing thing? Are you going to be caring or are you just going to pair players or are you going to pair map, uh, try and do lists or a bit of both? I think it needs to be a split of both um, because you're going to have, you know, certain players will get under each other's skins. Uh, in a sense, you know, you'll, you know, you, if people have played before, you can kind of gauge. You know, Ly- 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 Lila has played many Blizzard forces, um, but when she plays mine, she struggles against it. Uh, and it can sometimes be just that getting over that um, that speed bump of uh, of, of players. Um, but sometimes I think it's it'll be a good case of looking at uh, how, how how much time am I going to have to look at the lists. Uh, I there's a few like it's like an extra not I can't remember the exact timings we've got set aside but it's not like only a minute or two um, so it's kind of like I think there's like a 10, 10 minute of admin basically of uh, banning and pairing the lists um, and then you've got the uh, obviously the map decisions as well to go with that as well because um, picking your table sides to go with it yeah I, I think it, I think it'll be a case of if if I think the lists uh, yeah, at least evenly matched or better because what because what you don't want to do is go yep yeah, this list is going to smash this and then come come up in your next pick and go in oh no well that list is going to smash this one so it's almost kind of looking for those evens on the playing field and then putting it down to player skill oh, that's fair enough go on jeff you've got a question yeah uh, no, not a question it's just um so you'll have about a week or two before the event to see all the lists, so you'll see the German German A team list, you see the German B team lists, so you'll be able to work out beforehand. Um, right, Lila, which ones? Here's here's the five lists. We don't know which ones the bogey one, which one's not being played, but which which of these will you go against? Which ones won't you go against? So you you'll already know that in advance. Okay, and then, well, well, oh, go. And then in terms of the tables. Um, as I understand it, all four tables will be identical. So the table I play on, the table you play on, the table Lila plays on, the table Nav plays on, all four identical. We will have sides, we will have red and blue and things like that, but they'll all be set up exactly the same. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so obviously, they're going to be open. <laughs> it's are not they, are they American tables or British tables? Uh, they should be a good mix between the two. <laughs> oh no! Also known as also known as European tables. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be. So the plan is, I'm probably going to be putting Dave out on a, a leg here, but the plan is that we're going to be doing some uh, previews of table layouts. So it's not going to be the definitive final table layout kind of thing, but it is going to be like a, this will be a similar style of the percentage. Um, so we'll be looking to get some feedback from players if that's kind of adequate as well, because um, we, we're doing it for the community, um, not for obviously for any other reasons, but. Um, it's that there's obviously some leeway if we think there's not enough or if there's too too, uh, too much then obviously we've got a bit of feedback before we run the event 
but it doesn't necessarily mean the pictures we send out to the captains is going to be the final layout. It's just the kind of quantity and style, um, essentially, that, that they'll be going for um, to get feedback on. So, I, I think that's really good, and ho- ho- hopefully, I, I imagine there's going to be a few a few issues this year, as there always is first time running any yep. event. Um, but hopefully, the more the input that we can give as a community back to you know yourself and Dave. Um, well, the Daves, um, you know, we can <laughs> uh, we can sort of improve it year by year. Yeah, and that's uh, as I say, I think the community is quite strong, and with the amount of players we've got for year one, um, hopefully we can get more for year two, um, and make the thing bigger and better every year. Um, cool. So I believe, as we're on the subject of Daves, let's move on to the next interesting subject. Um. In March in the UK, we uh, what is the weekend of it? Is it the, the first week? Third? First, yeah, first weekend of March. Yeah, so the second and third of March, um, over at Element Games, there is a uh, cash prize tournament. So first place will be receiving one thousand Great British pounds. Um, there's a bit of a mixed decision between all of us on this. Um, so let's go with Jeff. You're wincing the most. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I got into Legion because I've been playing Bolt Action beforehand, and when when they did the the promo for Legion, it was like all the things I I got frustrated about in Bolt Action. It was like, yeah, I love that. I love the very simple move mechanics, the very simple shooting mechanics not having to to worry about each individual thing and when i started playing the community was fantastic because everyone was there of like yes i just want to play star wars models at 28 mil great scale and i just love being able to immerse myself in the star wars universe and have pew 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 battles across the table um so for me that and, and, I, and I see it and hear it everywhere, how great the community is, how they all pull together, how friendly and, and welcoming they are. Um, and I have a concern that if we start introducing cash prizes, and especially very big cash prizes, it might change some people's approach to the game. It might bring in other people who are more interested in the cash prize than they are in in the sort of community spirit and and i mean when i played at worlds earlier this year there was times when i just look and go you know what i'm, I'm a bit tired i it, it's a long day um look and you're asking your opponent can you just move that a speed two along there and they go like here here and you go yep yeah, that's absolutely fine and you trust them to do that i wonder whether that would still be there when there's a thousand pounds between the winner of that game and the loser of that game. It's not an inconsiderable amount. Um, if it was a tenner, 15 quid, yeah, it's like, if, if I don't win, fine, carry on. But when it gets to a thousand pounds, it might change some people's approach. I'm not saying it would change everybody's. I'm, I'm just, concerned that that might creep in a little bit so you think it's going to affect the the social contract side of things 
yeah I, I think that that that's that when you come down you come down to play um you you want to have an enjoyable experience on both sides and and like i say not just in worlds but in other tournaments you, you help each other out you sort of move things for each other uh, especially on things like disarray rather than spinning around the table all the time um and even even though worlds was the world championships um a lot of prestige no money but it's still a lot of prestige for for five minutes <laughs> and then people get forgotten um but people were really really friendly i i've been in top level warhammer top level 40k top level warhammer ancients blood bowl etc and you just don't get that same level of of friendliness uh so you, you think you don't get that sort of top uh, friendliness still? I think it, you don't get as in the in the other top in the other systems that I played, and this is going back a, a decade or two. Um, it didn't have that same sort of feel as as Legion. Um, they didn't have cash prize either. Um, I'm just saying the Legion community is phenomenal, the best one I've ever been involved in. Um, and I'm just, I just worry that bringing in this this big cash amount will will change the dynamic. And okay. yeah, that, that that's my take. Yeah, I think they're all valid points. Lila, have you got anything to? I I agree with Jeff. Um, the thing that surprised me the most about Worlds was how casual it felt. Um, even being on like the final table with Luke, it felt like I was playing a casual game with just another guy that loves Star Wars. Um, so adding in cash value might make it a little bit more hostile. Um, basically what Jeff said. Uh, in the background of this great discussion, <laughs> we've also got a bit of uh, technical difficulties. Oli, you there or not? No, cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I think um, everything about the community and that being the most important thing. But I don't see why when most players who are going to be competing for that kind of level of um, uh, prize are going to be the, the players who are playing at that top level anyway. And luckily at the moment, I'd say that in the UK... Um, I would not have an issue with playing for that on the line against any other player. Um, uh, like if I'm playing you, Jeff, or I'm playing Dave Grant, Lila, I know that we're still at the at the heart of it. We're still going to have that hyper competitiveness. Um, I also think we're going to be that friendly camaraderiness that we've built up over the years. Um, and I think if you ask me to move your stuff, I'm still going to do, if I'm playing on the bottom table or the top table, I'm like, you want me to move here? This is probably the how I would cohere, and I think this is probably the most efficient coherent cohesion to give you the best uh, chance of heavy cover from all shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also going to turn around and be like, "Is that okay with you?" Like, I'm not yes. going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to put everything out in the open, and then you you don't notice it, you don't care." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's in the heart of it, and I think that goes back to what you, you guys are both saying about um, like the community is the the main point of that. Um, so yeah, I think so, it's... so. I, I I agree with you. For the first event, I don't mm-hmm. think that would happen, right? 
because yeah. you're taking the players who have come through with the background of this without the cash there and they're playing and there happens to be a cash there. So the first time, yeah, totally get you. It's going to be the same. If it continues on, I'm asking, will that change the dynamic? So you think it will attract the wrong kind of players? It will attract a different kind of player who is more interested in the ability to go and net £1,000 cash or £5,000 cash or £10,000 cash Mm -hmm. than they are in playing the game for fun. Yeah, I mean, I think you you are right for sure, without a doubt. Um, But then players have still got to come into the community at some point. And then I think they will soon learn that the game is not that way inclined, if that makes sense. Like the community is not hyper-focused on being a dick. Um, and I think that's the important bit, like, because obviously you, you always hear stories about 40k tables of weighted dice and um, like cheating because, oh, I, your opponent doesn't know the rules. Well, I'm going to use that to my advantage. Um, and as you say, Legion community isn't like that. And if you've got someone who comes from that kind of background come across and they try that, we're going to be like, as a community, we'll be like, nah, that don't fly, mate. Um, so I, I think we're protected from the get go. Maybe. I don't know. Like, obviously, it is all new and we'll see. So I, I, I think that with Legion events and it, there needs to be, if we want to promote all of this, like further travel, Europeans traveling to other European places, there needs to be an incentive of, of some description. Now, there's, 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 the only thing you need to, the only thing you'd need to do is just have um, a consular just be more on it with sportsmanship, um, because you know if you you know if you make the players aware, like really make them aware at the start of the event that if you if you are if there is any unsportsmanlike conduct, you're out. Uh, you know, and and that's it. But it does allow for people. You know, and Andy and I will be attending that event in March, no doubt in my mind, because we're going to America in three weeks after that. Um, and if you know if one of us win that that's that's huge um it, it takes such a burden off the further travel that we would have to do now the the only time it's ever going to be really kind of down to the wire is when you're on the final tables and at that point you should be playing that kind of legion anyway you know it needs to be the playing the rules exactly how they're written um yeah, I, I, I think I, I see where you're coming from, that there's a worry that it's going to attract the wrong kind of player. But I don't think a player would would spend money to just start playing the game because there's a chance they could potentially win some money. Um, I, I think we, it's, it's one that we have to play out. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, obviously, we've had mm. things like the regionals and the top prize for that is probably in excess of a thousand pounds in terms of flights and accommodation to the world championships but it's not money in your pocket you can't then just walk away from the community and not and and, and use that elsewhere that is that is to build the community so i think if the prize was a trip to the german open or or whatever no i'm all for that because that's although it might be the same cash equivalent of a thousand pounds it's building that community, which is what you were talking about, Ollie, in terms of more European exposure, 
getting over to France and things like that. So yeah, I, I, just just how it's presented for, for me is is probably the the difference. I don't think that would, or, or even I mean, I guess I guess it'd be I I'd have been happy if it was that, but in store credit, where you know you can you you can purchase more Legion or. You know, doing doing stuff like Ellis did, but removing the dodginess from it. So, you, know, <laughs> um, you know, like first first place wins a new army, isn't it? Like you you know you 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 set aside a budget and first place wins a new army, and then you can do last place wins decent prizes. And I think I think something that I'd like to see more of in Legion is physical prize support. So, so things like first um, KGT. <laughs> first <laughs> wins a pro painted. Legion Army, 800 points of their choice. Last place wins a pro-painted Warhammer 40k Army of their choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's like it's like the joke ones when we were at the Daventry tournament and the last place there I gave a box of Imperial Assault and went maybe we should try a different yeah. game. <laughs> but, but it's all you know there's the, the, there's all kind of things you can do in jest. But yeah, I think I, I am I am in the four cash play. But I can see why people wouldn't be. Um, but I think there is a, there's there's certainly a middle ground that could be found there. I think the, the most important thing is um, the social contract that you agree before the game starts, um, especially if you're on the the upper end of the tables. Once you've made a loss, and obviously it's only going for a clear cut winner, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I think when you're on the undefeated route, um, having that clear conversation with are we doing no take backsies or just it's just a quick two second conversation like if i forget my independent dodge are you going to be a, a douche about it um because i don't think i've met someone who for something like that they've not allowed me have it and i know even when we're doing dickiness ollie that even you will still allow like a forgetting of something that is uh mandatory in a way like i know it's it's not mandatory but it's kind of a given um, I, I think it's different yeah. when you well, go, I mean, oh, I would have done a, I meant to take an aim before I rolled these dice, and that's like a, that's a big no at that level, um, and like I think that's the hard, have that quick two second assertion uh, conversation, like, are we doing take backsies or like, uh, if I forget something, this is my default. If I forget to take my aim or dodge, I'm just going to default to dodges. Like that's that kind of two second conversation at the beginning of the game. And I think that solves a lot of them potential issues that you're talking about, Jeff. But I, th I think the players that we currently have in the top rankings at the moment. I mean, like I like I like Casper take like take a take a huge mm. step back when there were flights and hotel yeah. on the line at MKGT. You know, and that and like and like you said, that is to me that might as well have been a cash prize because if it was a cash prize, it would have gone on the exact same things. But it's it's all about rooting out the unsportsmanlike players and kicking them over to 40k where they belong <laughs> um <laughs> you know I, I think it's you know it's 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 just one of those games where pe people like star wars people want to go pew pew and make lightsaber noises and just have some fun with it and there's a competitive element which we all love and enjoy whereas 40k players would would rather die than uh than, than, than lose games but you know it's a bit of column a bit of column b yeah a lot of 40k bashing tonight. That's what I'm all Oh, yeah. About. It's, it's completely deserved, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot support that game whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. 
I think that was a, a nice, healthy discussion. But yeah, I think if you want to come along, uh, bear in mind, obviously, there will be people competing properly for the cash prize. And if, if worst cases, you spend the same. It's no, it's not any more expensive for this tournament than another a normal two dayer. So come along, have six yeah. games of Great Legion. Um, it's fifty two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Go figure. For for, for 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 some for some unknown reason, but uh... but yeah, um, it's I, I think there will be some other prizes. Um, I believe the more players there are, the more prizes there will be, which is no different to how I run MKGT. The more players I get, the more I can invest back into the tournament itself. Um, so uh, it'd be great to see anyone there of any skill level. Um, just make sure that if you turn up and you are a new player, that you don't have the illusion that you're going to win that thousand pound. I'll be just. I think it's quite important to also have that um, about yourself. <laughs> Level of expectation. That's the that's the job. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Cool. Um, next on the agenda, uh, we've done packs, done worlds, and team championships. Uh, the Legion Events app roadmap, Jeff. This is yours. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it started out um, when I was looking for Legion events probably a couple of years ago. Um, I, the, the, the Legion scene in the Northwest is, it's there, but there's uh, sort of very spread around the Northwest. So personally, I, I struggle to get games in. So a lot of the games I play are at tournaments. Um, and I was coming up against... A problem of finding events um, they're on Facebook but Facebook is notoriously difficult to search for events um, so what I decided to do was um, start collating what I found in a Google Calendar um, and then shared that Google Calendar with the, the rest of the UK um, started putting it on Facebook groups look you can use this calendar you've got an ICS uh, you can add it to Outlook or whatever diary management system you've got. I will do the pain in the ass work. Uh, I will go on Facebook. I will search these events. I will grab the link to them, put them in the Google Calendar, and, and you can see them pop up. Even back then, I had an idea of where I wanted this to go. Um, and it was thanks to a conversation with Elliot Thomas um, from London Way. Um, where I explained what I wanted to do next with it, uh, which is what Elliot did a fantastic job in building out. Um, and he created legionevents.app. That is a website, so www.legionevents.app. And what that does is it takes that Google Calendar, um, it takes the geolocation and the dates, and using filters, you can see all these little pin, uh, pins across the map um, so you can say, right, well, I know I live here on the map. I'm going to zoom into my travel radius. And then there's options for next two weeks, two weeks to three months or, or three months plus, depending on how much notice you want or need to give your significant other or whether you, you're able to travel um, more freely. Um, and that was, that's great. Uh, but the whole thing is, is location agnostic. So we've started to put on things like the Alborg uh, Nordics Open. We've had the German um, one on. Uh, Noah Cockles has, has read off quite a few different events. Um, <clears throat> but it's 
it's a lot of work for just one person to try and troll the whole of Facebook. And it, and obviously the Facebook algorithms, depending on what you're into, where you're looking at, etc. Um, a lot of the events, for instance, the French events don't show for me. Um, so what I've started to do is, is try and build up um, some key coordinators in different geographical areas. So I, I've been tend to look after the, the UK. Um, Elliot started to pick up some of the uh, of adding the events for the sort of southwest and the London area. Um, I've been talking to Johnny in Scotland. I'm going to get him added on um, to look after the, the Scottish events. But this is a, a shout out for any listeners in any country, um, Australia, Germany, Spain, France, US, wherever you are. If you can find events for your local area, come and talk to me and I'm happy to put you on as a, an event coordinator where you can start registering these. And I'll talk to you about how we register them and, and, and what format it is and, and things like that. There is a there is a longer roadmap that uh, I've shared with Elliot on on how we get a lot more automation out of this, how we link it in with things like Game Uplink, um, which some some very exciting future development. But right now, I just want to try and expand this to as many uh, Legion communities as possible as a way of trying to get the player base to to find events more easily. I mean, doing a cracking job, uh, especially when I get the odd free weekend that I'm not running a tournament to. It's, it does make it easier to find them local nearby tournaments. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I used to use the calendar. And it was always like, oh, that date's free. The wife's away. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now it's like a bit more visual because I'd be like, ah, oh, like, Paul, that's not far away. And I'd just book a ticket. And then she'd be like, you know, that's like a three and a half hour drive. And I'm like, Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nice thing about combining the calendar and the map is is not just like a, I've never heard of Sudbury. <laughs> Where is that? Is, is that close to me? Is it not so close? Oh no, it's on the other side of the country. All right, okay. Well, perhaps not. <laughs> yeah. Um. And speaking of events, um, Lila, I believe you've got some shout-outs to give out. Yes, um, this weekend, at the time of recording, um, on Saturday, we've got the BMC um, Invitational event that will be streamed by Tom and Ollie, and maybe me, depending if I need to play or not. Um, I don't know where they're streaming it. Ollie, do you know? I think it'd be to the YouTube. The YouTube. Do you have a Twitch as well? Yeah, I, I, I realize that now. Yeah, sorry, no. You, 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 I, I, I didn't realise I was muted either. Um, so at the Bad Moon Cafe, it will be uh, on YouTube, uh, as that is Tom's domain. Uh, both myself and my Tom will be commentating uh, one round of each, uh, and of course we will be there in strange Star Wars get-ups. So even if you're not coming down to play, um, do pop along and say hello to us, as we'll be there looking like Burks for a full, full day of games. Um, so that's this weekend, isn't it? Yep. And then next weekend on the Saturday, the 16th or something like that, um, we have Pablo's Wild Ride in a Dark Sphere. Um, we Pablo. should sell tickets for that. 
Soy, soy Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just expecting the uh, narco's music to come. <laughs> um, I've got a shout out um, for the Cardiff Firestorm Troopers versus the Bristol Nerf Herders. Um, so it's a 16 player team tournament at Cardiff on Sunday the 10th. Um, I believe the C3PO event, which is come and play free games to practice your list against opponents you don't play normally, is what it stands for. Um, and they're, they're doing it as a team tournament to find out which um, one is better. Is that uh, Cardiff or Bristol? Um, I believe they've got their teams together. Um, but the shout out is mainly to find out if there are any other stores or gaming groups nearby that want to get involved um, so they can kind of expand this. Um, and I love the idea of it. And I think um, starting small and local and if this picks up, because I think Scotland also do something similar with team championships kind of thing, or like not championships, but team events. Um, I think it'd be cool to kind of make that more of a, um, a regional then expand into like a uk thing like a, a whole who which store is the best store and, and stuff like that go on jeff have you heard of the scone wars or the scone wars <laughs> depends on which way you eat it isn't it uh, exactly so this is devon versus cornwall they've got a, a couple of events next year uh where they're, they're challenging devon versus cornwall love it and there's a, there's um, a home a home leg and an away leg and they're all wrong because you need butter on it, and that's the main ingredient for a scone. <laughs> scone. I've heard it's. I've heard it's the main ingredient for a scone. A scone. A scone. Yeah, a scone. Yeah. There you go. Fifty-fifty. Go on. What, what do you put on first, then, Ollie? Let's start this fight. What, what do I put on yeah. first? Butter. And then. <laughs> oh, all right, you're, you're a real man. You're a real man. <laughs> it's, 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 it, you, you split it in half, butter on each side. Now, eat. are you a fan of a cheese scone? Obviously not, because I am lactose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good times. Um, Jeff. So, <laughs> yeah, cream well, or jam? Which one's yeah, whilst, whilst we're also on the subject of, um, of events, if there are any organisers in the northeast, um, we'd love to see events on there. Um, I've not seen, I think I've seen like two events in the last three years in the Northeast. I know players play up there. I know there's a, a, a burgeoning community uh, of some really good players. Um, and, and being a, being a, a Northeast lad born and bred, I'd love to get back up there and, and play some Legion. Um, so if there are any organizers, any shops, um, Grim Dice did, used to do one. Um, I know uh, the Beanie Games in Stockton. Um, so come on, get some more events organised, please. But more importantly, do you put jam on first or cream on first? Um, that would be jam. <laughs> Lila? Cream. Ah, oh, there we go. There's the real divide. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shout outs of other events. Uh, MKGT tickets have obviously been on sale. Um, they are, um, I think we sold 
quarter yeah we've sold about a quarter of our tickets so far um so uh, do keep an eye out we are still chasing on sponsorships and more things like that to keep that in line but don't fret um there will be about a similar amount of prize support if not more um there uh, similar to last year um uh, jeff you got more to shout out about um, no, I'm just uh, just trying to find out the date for the Life Day Massacre, which Justin's running up in um, in Preston. Uh, I think it's end of January. Um, yeah, it's the 27th, 28th, I think, isn't it? 27th, 28th of January, yeah. Which will be literally the last um, store championship that you can go to in the UK. I believe that's the case. Yeah, because the cutoff, I think, is the 1st of February. Um, with the only event, um, I think there's one event in Europe, which is the, in February, which has got Worlds invites. And um, I think there's one event in the US that's got invites available as well. Uh, but they're regional championships. Um, there's also the store championship in Peterborough at Angle Gaming on the 20th of January. Uh, tickets are on sale um, pester me um, or um, find the event on Facebook or the events app because it should be on there if it's not I'll pester Jeff <laughs> um, <be> coordinator. <laughs> yeah yeah he might as well <laughs> uh, I think has anyone else got any uh, uh, go on then uh, BMC all right you've only just twigged Jeff what BMC is <laughs> So some something else which um, I'll be sort of throwing the gauntlet down. Um, as people know, and Andy and I go into a weird haze of playing millions of games a week um, throughout December all the way up until Worlds. So if there's any of you at home that have any interesting lists that you would like to throw at us, um, well, certainly me, I'm sort of extending this invite out for Andy without him knowing, but um, do you give us challenges on TTS? Um, if you're up in Newcastle and you just want to play us, give us a shout. We, I'm sure we can arrange something. I've got a game with Jeff this Friday. Um, so excited for that. So, yeah. So, you know, the more lists that we can play against, the more differing lists that we can play against, the better equipped we will be for Worlds. Yeah. Um, and the, the invite is certainly for me. And, you know, if Andy is up for it as well. Totally. And it doesn't have to be on TTS. I mean, we're both quite willing to travel um obviously within reason for a weeknight game um and uh, i'm actually gonna be hitting you up lila for um some games um because i like being tested by yourself as well even if it is pink sun galore <laughs> i mean um, it's unique you need practice against that in case someone takes it yeah i mean it's the play style and it's the reps that you get with your list um and it hi- helps highlight um even if i never face another pink sun list again in my life um apart from you i'm happy <laughs> um, and it, I, there probably aren't many other players who i'd say that are on your level either with that list um so if i find someone else i'll be like oh this is gonna be a breeze <laughs> <laughs> he says and he'll still end up losing to it <laughs> oh no um, but yeah, I mean, we, especially as we go towards that time, um, I like to organize days of gaming. Um, so if you have uh, flexi time options like myself, then um, try and organize stuff. And we have a, I think we did it last year as well, Jeff, didn't we? We did. Um, so like we'll meet up somewhere and we can have a day of gaming even during um, the week as well as tournaments um, as we get close to that time of year. Um, and reps, reps, are, I mean, everybody says it here in all the podcasts. 
reps are the key and you only have to look at the the packs uh, results you've got very very similar armies placing first second and 59th <laughs> and you look what's it's the same list what what's the difference and the difference is the pilot And it's not it's not just reps, it's good reps. Actually learning from the mistakes you made, looking back at it and going, oh yeah, I did that wrong, I shouldn't do that again. Not just playing lots of games with your eyes closed. Uh, well, and, and Andy and I tell each other off as we go through games, um, but after we've done them. So it's allowing, each, it's allowing each other to make those mistakes and then going, why did you do that? This would have been better. Well, I mean, me and Jeff played last night, wasn't it? I think we played, yeah. Um, and that we after we had called the game, um, it was kind of, oh, I think if you'd done this, then you your win route would have been a lot easier. Um, and then we we didn't bother with anything else. We just diced it out. So we said, look, all that matters for that literally that scenario is if Luke son of Skywalkers um, into um, some dark troopers. I'm pretty sure you'll one shot them because um, Jeff went a different route um, and decided to not do that. And I was like, if I think if you do that, it's an auto win for you. We diced it out. He completely one shotted them. Um, and that left me with no firepower apart from one shot. And we, again, we diced out that one shot I had on him, assuming obviously everything goes according to plan with order control, etc. So you're playing out the worst possible scenario quickly um, just to kind of repeat that scenario. And it turned out with dice rolls, Jeff won on one health. Um, so therefore, it was like, yep, that seals the deal. <laughs> um, and it's it's doing things like that sometimes can also help. Like you go, ah, oh, I think talking about what you would have done, and it opens up, oh, I didn't see that. Because I think I discussed one thing, and you was like, oh, I didn't see that. I discussed that else, and I didn't see that. Um, and it's discussing them reps and options open up to, for you to remember later in life. And, and during, during the game as well, it's don't be afraid to go, oh, like three seconds after you've made the decision. No, I should. Yeah, I recognize straight away I should have done that. Let's just play on. Let's see how my alternative yeah. one will pan out. The one that I went with with my gut rather than with my sort of experience. Yeah, but I think that's really important as well, because you'll then draw on that later when you get into a similar scenario, you'll be like, oh, last time I did this, it didn't pan out. What I need to do is the thing I didn't do last time. Um, and that way you can kind of, you'll have a better judgment. Because um, I, I think when, if I reface your list or a similar list of that style, I need to play definitely differently to what I did. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you, you, tr you can try it out the way I did. And then I'm like, yeah, that really isn't the right way to play it. <laughs> Um, and I, yeah, I did that against Austin uh, pre-Worlds, uh, where he nearly tabled me. So <laughs> and that's the whole the whole point of practice games is to go through that that loss, 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 because you want to lose every practice game and then win all your tournaments. Yes. <laughs> I'm still working on the second bit. <laughs> Very good at the first bit, not so good at the second. Yeah, and I think there's some great articles on Fifth Trooper regarding that um, recently by, I think it's Lucas who's published them, isn't it? Um, on the different principles of um, why you're always losing um, and uh, the mentality behind it. It's not just uh, taking the right lists. Oh, absolutely dumb one of our Patreon listeners there, are not you? It's not Lucas who does it. it Evan? No, uh, did Evan write them? Yeah. He did, didn't he? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did. He did. Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> oh, lost as a Patreon. Evan, if you're listening, we still don't like it. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, no, no. Uh, hats off to you for writing such a yeah w- well-rounded essay. Oh, yeah, it was Evan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> It shows how much I pay attention to my fifth trooper brothers. <laughs> As he's going to bollock me for not finishing my article. So, <laughs> well, there's, our, there's our PG rating gun wow. again. <laughs> That's right. It's like an hour into it. Um, yeah, anyone else got anything to add? I think we hit all the points that we're meant to add for the episode. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've, uh, I think I've, I've covered everything I wanted to cover. Lila? Uh, oh, as you know, I, I didn't talk about the lists which I thought would go well into um, the Republic and the Double Bounty. Right, let's go for it. Um, yeah, so it's it's just a it's just on it's just on a, su- a super speedy one. I've been looking at something with Andy um, over the last couple of weeks, um, which I'm going to be getting on the table um, for you know three or four games this week, a couple of games against Jeff, and hopefully a couple of games against Andy on Thursday. Um, and it is a Palp Bounty list. Now, Chris Smith is the brains behind the original version of this list, um, and I think that it pilots very, very well into both Empire and Republic, which is what I think will be a good eighty percent of the lists at Worlds um, com- c- combined. If you you know if you look at packs, if if packs is anything to go by, that was mostly Empire and uh, Republic. Correct me um, if I'm wrong. There was a high number of rebels. Yeah, there was, wasn't there wasn't actually that much empire. No, it was Gar okay, Republic. So... Gar, no, sorry, okay, that's so same thing. Say... <laughs> Gar was yeah, Gar Republic, so so let's say let's say seventy percent is going to be empire and and Gar, and so the the list is essentially just going to be IG eighty eight, Palp, triple sniper, double mortar, and then you've just got two shores, one with Dell. Um, for the IG heal and the fourth keyword of high velocity, um, the heavy in one of the other shores, and then likely is going to be stormtroopers. What's the range three crit gun? T twenty one. Yeah, so T T twenty one and a med bot, as that's your unit that is most likely to want to go forward. Uh, and I think something as simple as that, um, and like Andy said, just picking your targets. Um, we were having a little look at it today, and I think you can on average deal about four wounds a turn um, past the Republic dodge spam. If you're going down that route, uh, something else to look at is Shaw Trooper with Gideon and um, uh, comms tech and a HQ uplink. Uh, another Shaw Trooper, whatever you want to give it. Two mortars um, and then two forms of sniper, like Bosk or a uh, Empire Sniper, load the snipers up with aims and then get the fire support off the mortars because two black, no surge versus two black, three white and crit one is a real difference. You can start putting some proper damage through even cover and tech. The problem you have to be careful of is they can then start dodging. Yeah, he high velocity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it, it's the it's the wanting to go up against, or it's it's the wanting to get the high velocity shots, because high velocity shots are great into Anakin, uh, you know, all Jedi, Sith, 
great into Republic, great into Empire. Not that Empire is much for a dodging faction, but you know, any any anything like that, and I think works. And I think there's going to be a lot less Blizzard, which means you're going to see a lot less overwhelming firepower. Um, and so, and of course, if you do see a Blizzard player, you just hide your snipers better. Or if you do see a layer, hide your snipers better. You know, against against any of the of the triple target bombardment cards. But I think realistically, if you're doing the potential of three to four wounds, you've got a decent amount of pierce in the list, and th and that's honestly what you need to get through the red save meta. It's high velocity and pierce. It's absolutely fantastic to chew through arc troopers or just general phase ones, anything into the red saves, and it's got enough critical in the list that if you do come up against the likes of, um, you know, your Tempest Forces or your Dark Troopers, you're not completely left out. And when with with having Palpatine in there as well, um, you know, he's Impact 2. I think he's Impact 2, Pierce. Oh, uh, just Pierce 2. Just Pierce 2. Just Pierce 2. Surge he's still surging yeah. to crit. Yeah. That, that, that's it, yeah. So, you know, he's, he's still surging. Yeah. He's still surging to crit. You, you've got options. And if, you, you know, if you've got a unit of Dark Troopers coming at you, you go for the unit with the most critical, and you get them to shoot again. Yeah. Do you have much impact? Uh, I, I think I'm technically impact zero. <laughs> so you're completely reliant on your, on your critical. Yeah, so I think it's... Uh, so you've got surge to crit on... Is it IG? Yeah, yeah crit, he is. I think he yeah. Is. yeah, so you've got, you've, you've got IG surge crit, You've got palp surge crit. You've got critical on two of your squads. You've got critical on the mortars. Um, it's all about just popping through little plink, little wounds here and damage. there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's plink it's plink damage, and you, you're taking barrier on palp, um, so he can shield a few of your saves. I'm still working out whether I'm going to be putting in um, the uh, IRG, but we're I think that's just going to come with a, a couple of reps just to see what the what the what the better play style is so, for me i think my experience in it i think it happened last night against jeff and it, it's happened probably a few times against lila as well when you're running no impact and i'm just trying to kill a bus which is they're not they're not a hard thing to kill let's be honest um when you're running pure just surge crit you'll have games where you will decimate that thing absolutely decimate it because your roll three four surges your roll um your roll like loads of natural crits and you know like when i roll white dice i roll like 10 natural crits and i've only rolled two dice um but <laughs> um there'd be games and i think in last night's game against jeff i was fishing for them crits and i'm rolling eight dice and i'm getting just the one natural crit through um and they're the ones where i think the list starts to hurt where you're 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 performing averagely um oh, you've got yeah, you've got impact three in your list though i did have impact three um but the uh the yeah. surge also the surge to crit and all the critical in the list as well was yeah. also to back it up and that's where i was then like oh yeah i'm rolling eight dice and i roll one crit and it's like it, it felt not demoralizing but it's a struggle um and i'll say lila's only got one bus and i think when we were practicing last year, the only thing that I had that was decent against you was, um, is what actually it's one of the reasons why I started teching against you with the the HH twelves and all the squads. Yeah. Um. So, uh, for, I think relying on it, you'll have games where you smash it, 
and you'll have games where it kind of feels like I really need these crits and they're not coming quick enough. Well, you can just drop the T21B for a HH12. Yeah, yeah, of course you can. I don't and think that's a bad shout. And, and then completely frees up some points. Yeah, but then it's yeah, it frees up some points, and then you just stick um, targeting scopes. Oh no, sorry, hunter back on yeah. IG. Or if you can squeeze a specialist in, because um, that way you get a double recover action economy, um, and you still get a name every turn. Hmm. Um, it's finding them a couple of extra yeah, points for that though. Yeah, it's having, a, it's, having, it's having a look because obviously you want palp with burst, push, and barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's no reason why I wouldn't be having those on him. Yeah. No, I look forward to it on Thursday. I need to yeah. build it. Or at least some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find. Some of it's built. I need to find the rest, I think, is the. Uh... But, but there's, there's other options. You can just drop a sniper team to put IRG in there and. There's, there's there's several different things. Then, then you're moving away from your your core concept of high velocity kit takes out of targets. But you've still got three. But you've still got three high velocity and still got a reasonable lot of peers. Is it not better just to go Iden, and then you've got the tat strike card? You can still take a bounty hunter in there, um, and you've got marksman in one, maybe two. If you go the full Iden route, you're not taking the pierce, but you're going the marksman route. I mean, realistically, I'm not playing a list if it doesn't have a force user in it. But that's, you know, that's just that's, that's that, that, I think that's just personal preference. Yeah. No. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes against the uh, the anti Garth, uh, since I'll probably be running Gar. That's going to be uh, such a boring game. <laughs> Would you like me to stream it for you, Lila? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you got insomnia. Yeah. Have you have you have, have you booked our table? Uh, yeah, I saw that in a minute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'll sort it out in a minute. Okay. Um, do you want to do the sign off then, Ollie? Since you did the intro. Yeah, why not? Uh, so again, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm sure we'll be back to full strength uh, with Cockles next week and maybe a Tom as well um, for our little Christmas special. Um, so, Andy, if people want to find you, uh, how can they do so? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Andrew Terrell um, or you can find me on uh, the Legion Discord and the That's No Moon Discord is AJST with all the Fifth, mo- uh, fifth Moon, Fifth Trooper and That's No Moon tags attached to my uh, user handle. <laughs> Fantastic. Lila, if anybody wants to find you, message you about anything, how can they uh, do so? On the Legion Discord, just search Lila and then it'll probably be me. <laughs> well, she 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 exits as yep. she enters. <laughs> <laughs> Minimal words. And Jeff, if people want to find you outside of a street corner after 8pm in, uh, in the north, uh, where can they find you? <laughs> um, probably Facebook's the best bet. Um, I tend not to use the socials that much. But if you go for the Star Wars Legion Events UK, um, you'll probably find me as an admin on there. Fantastic. And if you want to find me, for whatever reason you would, um, you can find me on the Legion Discord at cbt 3 that's no moon. Uh, you can also message our Facebook page, uh, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and I will do my best to respond. Uh, if you do have an event and you are looking for sponsorship, please do message me. Uh, we, we will now have, after this weekend, we will have the store kits available, um, but I will be doing a proper Facebook announcement for that once I've actually got them physically in my hands.
but do keep an ear out. But again, thanks so much for listening, and stay frosty, San Diego. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast. <laughs>